leadership it starts from within. You don't have to be on a council, you know, to you know step up and be a leader. Uh, I wish that more Black people in our city, in the city of Birmingham, would actually, you know, c- come back to their old neighborhoods or their grandparents' neighborhoods mm-hmm. and help, you know, because I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I think that we get to a point where, you know, we get to a certain point in life and we forget about, you know, us, us, you know, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of get focused on other things, but it starts with us. Yup, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Walker! We Watch finished it, the book! Watch it, so you can do our game. Tipping Point Podcast. Peace and blessings, beloved. Thank you for tuning in to the latest and greatest. We hope you guys are having a great week so far guys how are you doing i do well why is that uh, i mean it's it's a uh, i'll be honest okay <laughs> no kids this weekend that's it <laughs> that is i was trying to figure out what did y'all see the glow <laughs> God, it was the cameras, but no, no. listen, no that's kids, what it man. is. No kids. Let's give it up for no kid weekend. All parents need it. All parents need it. That's why so, you yeah. slept in late. Is it is it connecting now? That's what we everything's watched, watched coming. Everything's coming. To, I feel. I, on, I, I get it. I, I get it. I didn't want to give it away before we start recording, but you know. So yeah. So I got my work cut out to me to to just bring you back down to <laughs> to earth, huh? You usually do a good job of that. So thank you. I think it's easy for you now. So yeah, just do what you do. In other words, okay. How are you, guy? I'm well. Okay, I'm doing well. Good. It's good to see you, man. I'm actually. I have the house to myself as well. Do tell. Yeah, wifey went out of town to do her sister's hair. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. You want to do something after this? Do something after this? Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> I would say why, but I'm just going to let it sit yeah, right in guess. there and just let, let, let your mind you're washing your hair. <laughs> no, I did that last night. But I, but I can again. I mean, I will. Okay. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha. No, um, got to do, got an interview to do for War Report. Oh, that's right. Okay. Which cool. I am trying to like not plug as much. Why? Because it was brought up that I do it every every uh, every episode. But who, who bought it up? Tell me. Tell you me did. about it. You didn't. I, you you didn't. That leaves one person. Black. Black, you know, how you, you black, know, how you doing? You know, no, 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 no. You know, you know, they say the haters be the ones closest to you. But I brought it up to well, encourage technically, to you're closest to me, like how we're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean fi- okay? Got it. Right, got it. Right. Got and it. you know, he said on this podcast many times that you're his favorite co-host of the show. I'm yeah. just saying, dude, sleep with one eye open. Black, I just think that. I just think that he's he hates the fact that I'm your favorite co-host. So he's trying to mess up the dynamic we have. What do you think? Well, the thing is, when I brought it up, it wasn't in a negative aspect. It's like, I encourage you to bring up the war rapport. Sure you did. 
Um, so we have an interview. No. We have some interviews Thank coming you. up. Plug, man. We're actually going to interview Tim Duckworth, who I, you may not – he played along the offensive line. So, so oftentimes they don't get the sure. the glory that they deserve. Because right. there's like no Greg stats. There's, right. Like there's no stats associated to these players. Yeah. Right. So he graduated, and he's actually the same age as, as we are. Oh, okay. Okay. He graduated – he left in 2007, I think. So I think he had a red shirt year, and I think he may have had like another – I think he may have finished playing in six, in six, I think, six or seven. But we're going to interview him okay. for our Building Report series where gotcha. we talk to a former player, NFLer, and just ask some questions. Will you do me a favor? Yes, sir. At some point, will you will you drop a sound bite saying, uh, oh, Lamar? <laughs> well, I have to. You want me to do it? Yes. Why me? Do you get my reference? Do you get my reference there? Do you get where I'm going? Yeah, but yeah. why I got to do it? Because you're the only person I know on the war report. Okay. Would you like me to introduce you to the other three? And then maybe you have a better. No, no. you're not interested. I have a you... feeling those guys are not going to drop a Kendrick Lamar uh, soundbite. Okay. <laughs> For old Duckworth. Okay. Oh, cool, you're, man. You're probably right. Thank you. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what I got to do after this. And I got a play date with my nephew. Because as we said beforehand, Walker loved the kids. Okay. Uh, I respect that guy. Yeah, I'm All on right. brand. I'm on brand right now. I guess I'll I'll let you slide this weekend. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Got to plan these things out, sir. Yes. Well, if you've clicked on this show link, you already know we have a guest. Got somebody in the building, Walker. So I'm just going to throw it back to you since you've known this person longer than I have. Well, Walker, we've got a close friend of mine, uh, a lady who is in my camp. Uh, from a friend perspective, gang, can I give you a fun fact? When I met this young lady, I was still going to the barber shop on a biweekly basis for me, not for anyone else. Gotcha. So that shows you how long we go back. You okay. Here back then, I'm not even. I'm not even. <laughs> You done? Are you done, Black? Are you done? I'm done. Okay. No, I was getting haircuts. I had hair on my head. That's that was how a, far that was, back we that go. That was a good shot, Black. I like I, That was a good shot. Okay, that's what you want. Anyway, uh, no, we have Mrs. Sean. Oh, I'm not going to say. Can I say Can I say all your names? We got Mrs. Sean Yvette Dale Johnson in the building. Yeah. Man, Walker, look, look. Look, look, Walker. Black, I want you to look, too. I want you to listen. This is my family right here, y'all. So, look, I know we've talked before, Pod, but I need y'all to, like, roll out the red carpet. Be nice to Sean. All right? This is this is, this is is my family. Why wouldn't we be nice to Sean? Because I see how y'all do me, and I just want to make sure it's known, like, I'm drawing the line here, okay? Okay. I'll, I'll have no foolishness from that side of the room. Now, me, I can provide all of it. Because so. we family. Gotcha. What's up, Sean? Nothing much. <laughs> Sean, going on? Sean, what made you go out of your way <laughs> to get on this show between me and this guy and and enjoy our dysfunctional dynamic? What 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 made like I I now nah, I just got to know like what possessed you? Well, do you know you're here? By the way, <laughs> you do know you're here. You're aware. You're not under some. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Well, like he says, my good friend. And so he asked me, he reached out. And so I had to take him, accept him on his offer. So I'm just happy to be here. Well, we're happy that you're here. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, There's something that uh, 
the people don't know about you, tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, well, uh, currently I am on the Brighton, Alabama City Council. Okay. And I um, serve, <clears throat> I'm on seat four. Um, it's not, uh, our city is not really in divided, because it's a smaller city, so right. it's not really in districts, you know, right. like Birmingham. And so it's more so um, citywide. Gotcha. So, you know, so it's, it's we just handle everything. It's not certain districts. Gotcha. And, um uh, what else would you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 um what drug? Because I'm familiar with Brighton. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with Brighton. My 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 dad grew up in Bessemer. Okay. So I told you that. Okay. But anyway, um, so I'm familiar with Brighton. Mm -hmm. What what's your connection to Brighton? Like, how did you end up be serving there? Okay. So uh, fun fact, I'd have to say um, my. My maternal side, my mother, um, her siblings, uh, my whole mother's side of family is from Brighton. Okay. And so uh, what happened was, uh, I just shared it with you all, is uh, <clears throat> when I was in college, probably like my last year of college, my father passed away. Mm. And unfortunately, we lost our home. And my mom had to relocate back to the family home house, which is located in Brighton. Gotcha. Okay. So it's like 2005. So um, all my life, I had grew up, lived in Irondale. Represent. Talk about that, Sean. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm a rep Irondale all day. <laughs> Talk take, about that. Take the girl out of Irondale, right? <laughs> you know the town. You know the town. Irondale, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's I'll always be my home. But mm -hmm. um, so moved from east side and went all the way to the west side. So I mean, you already know. You said your dad grew up mm -hmm. in Bessemer. So it's like two different worlds. worlds you know? Yeah, for sure. Right. So, um, but you know, I was blessed. Um, the people in the city they welcome you know welcome me and mother and um the way that i got on the council is uh, i actually after college i mean i kind of lived in the area for a while you know as we all do when we're trying to get ourselves you know on our feet and kind of go back home for just a minute to get you know mm -hmm. and so um then i ended up getting married and, and i moved to huntsville and then i things kind of left so i kind of relocated back to the city gotcha. and so i said okay well i was kind of like at a like the tipping point okay well played thank you <laughs> <laughs> and i was just kind of at a point and i said well you know what i said yeah i said if i have to live here i said i, I gotta do something <laughs> like i mm -hmm. just can't you know because it we're not we kind of know what time it is i mean it's not. It's ratchet. It's hood. I mean, it's it's a lot that goes on in the city. It's yeah. murders. I mean, it's it's just it's rough. Right. And I said, hey, you know, if I gotta kind of be here, then I gotta do something. You know. Right. And so um, at the time, it was a young man that was uh, running for mayor, and he actually ended up winning uh, the seat, becoming the youngest mayor for the city. His name was uh, Brandon Dean. Um, 
And so at the time, you know, he kind of convinced me too. He was like, you know, Sean, come on and, you know, run. He was like, you can do it. Because, you know, I was just like, I'm not a politician. That's not, I'm not. Like, that's right. just like, and I don't like to be referred to as such either, you know. Right. I just like to help people. Mm, like, right. that's my thing. Like, do I'm, you think there's a negative connotation that comes with that? I do. I gotcha. Gotcha. I can see that. I really do. I can see S- that. Especially with women too. Mm. Yeah. Really? Touch on that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because um, we'll, we'll 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 circle back around to that. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to um, address that, but yeah, negative connotation. But um, it was a young man, Brandon Dean. He encouraged me to do so, and I just kind of took a chance and I ran and I got it. And um, look at God. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't he good? <laughs> So that's how all of that kind of happened. Yeah. So it's not something that I just really like sought out to do or, mm-hmm. you know, trying to take, um, you know, for the notoriety or any type, anything like that. It's just something I just wanted to do to help. So. Yeah. Do you feel like this is like purpose for you? Is it giving you is giving you a sense of purpose and fulfillment and, and giving back to a town that welcomed y'all? Yes. And that, yeah. Yes, it, it has. Um, I very, very strongly advocate against hunger and um, homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of displaced individuals that are still in the city. Mm-hmm. Some people live in abandoned homes, you know. And um, anytime I have the opportunity, you know, um, one of my things I really like to focus on is like uh, food boxes. Okay. So um, I love to, you know, I have an opportunity. I can get some. Then I, you know, try and throw the message out into the community. And um, I'll get with my church, my church home, and I'm able to kind of go and distribute there. So. Oh, that's what's up, Sean. For real. Thank you. Man, so if you don't mind me asking, like, I, I've I've kind of been on the sidelines to view your growth in terms of your impact with the city. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you want to go like? Do you have aspirations to become mayor one day, or before you, are answer, you even, before are you answer that? Before you answer that, before you, I, I before Walker, you answer Walker, that. I told you we were going to be respectful here. Okay, you that that applies to no no no. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Before you answer that, <laughs> can generally speaking, politicians do they normally state what their intentions are publicly? Ooh. Until they announce that they're running for something, I rarely ever see. Good question. I'm glad you interrupted me. That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do they usually keep? Is there is there some type of strategy to like concealing your intentions until you're ready to? Do you know understand what I'm saying? Because oftentimes yeah. I don't see people say, you know, I would love to be governor one day, or I love to be da 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 da. They just when the time is right, the iron is hot, they strike. Right. Is that true? Is that a thing? It is. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's why I asked that right when you asked that question. You made me think of Mayor Woodfin. That's what I was just. You made me think of right. Right. Like he. Nobody really knew. Nobody knew. He came on the scene. He was with the school district or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you know that played itself out. And the next thing I know, I was like, I I had no idea this guy wanted to be mayor. Exactly. That's that's perfect point. I'm glad you said that. And I think I think from strategy standpoint, you know. If you want to answer that, feel free. But my bad, you know, Sean. My bad, Sean. it, it, it is you, you know because that was one of my questions I was going to ask. Like, okay. do y'all let do y'all let it be known, or do you just keep it to yourself and just plan and strategize for the time to do that? 
I don't have a problem with answering that question. I mean, if, awesome. if the opportunity presented itself, then, you know, I would I would take advantage and I would run for mayor. Okay. Um, there's only oh. been one female mayor. Um, her name was Jewel Thomas, and she was mayor, like, of the city, like, back when I was a little girl. So she's back in the 80s. Oh, wow. Right. So it hasn't been one since then. So I would like to be the second, if possible, one day, you know. Oh. That's what's up. What's the what's what are some of the challenges that comes with being a woman in the political field that you kind of alluded to earlier? What are some of the, the, the hurdles that y'all come that, that are, I guess, the negative connotations that comes with being a woman in politics like that you may have had to deal with yourself or just in general? Um, that people kind of hold you accountable. They kind of put you on a pedestal, you know, so to speak. You have to act a certain way, be a certain way, talk about certain certain things, you know, uh, that you just really can't be yourself, you know. Mm. And I hate that, you know, um, that you have to be so, like, let's just say, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know how people label someone as bougie or, you know, it's almost kind of like on that type of. Or you think like you better than everybody right, type thing, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, I, I don't like that. If I could, if I could add this, me knowing you as long as, as long as I have, like that is one of the best qualities of you. Like you were always and still are. You just like you're cool. Thank you know you what I'm saying? Man. So I'm, I'm for real. I'm for real. So to for you to feel like you're being robbed of some of that, that kind of impacts me just because it, it was what attracted me to you as a friend is because I'm like. I had I had an expectation at that time. I was a lot younger then, of course. Mm-hmm. I had expectation at the time of like how how a woman near my age should conduct themselves. And you know, we we I mean for real, <laughs> but we'd be at your house chilling, listening to No Limit, and yes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Sean is kicking it just like we are. She was going to be listening to Brandy and Monica. She probably did, but I'm just saying. Not Fiend. (laughs) (laughs) And she won't go no more words than I did. Hilarious. Walker, 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 we used to, to, you remember the Blazer days. I used to have like You used to listen to Mr. Hit Him, Get (laughs) Him? I used to have crazy. Everything that he yeah. listened to, I would listen to. It. I had crazy sounds in the blazer back in the day, right? I had subs, everything it was loud. Sean used to be rolling with us, rapping to the music, everything. So I mean, I, I, I don't know. I have so many instances just because I've known you for so long. And I'm like, I, you know, I, I get it. I get it somewhat in a political fashion, but it's just it, you're being robbed of so much more because I feel like you can relate to so many people on on a on a widespread level. If if it was I, I guess kosher or acceptable for you to just be you, right? You know what I'm saying. Right. So it hurts me to hear that. Yeah, I kind of get it, but I'm not with it. If you if you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So everybody has their own. You know, any woman you know that's involved in politics. I mean, they're able to you know make their own mind, their own decisions, act how they want to. But you know what you generally see, that's not who I am. Mm. I'm still gonna listen to what I want to listen to. I'm gonna say what I want to say. I'm gonna dress the way I want to dress. Nobody's gonna alter me. Yeah. But you know, this platform that I've been, you know, blessed to be a part of and be on, I'm able to con- to connect and network with different people so I can bring resources to my city. That's, right. That's the power of you know what I'm involved in right now. Yeah. But other than all that extra stuff. Straight. Ain't nobody got time for that. Do you right. think? Do you think that's crabs in a barrel mentality? Ooh, I do. You do? Mm-hmm. 
Because is is there ever anyone who will be in that position who won't face that to some degree? You know what I mean? Because it's almost like a jealousy type of thing. Yeah. Like you, you have access to the resources, the power, the relationships, the influence that it's got to be something. Instead of celebrating you, there's got to be you. There's got to be something wrong with you. There's got to be you got to be up to no good. Right. And oftentimes that's projection. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure like that's you just so happen to be you because you're in that position. But it could have been the next person or the person who was before you or who comes after you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. So that, I, I just that was just curious. Like that just sound it just sounds like because you see it, whether it's Brighton, Birmingham, wherever, like the same skepticism. Does that allow you to be a lot more sensitive to people in the political field? Like, you know, again, we just had an election a few months ago. And of course, we got a first female vice president. Yes. And so she was met with high skepticism. We've been skeptical um of 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 her in terms of what we can expect from her reasonably mm-hmm. um has that allowed you to be a lot sensitive to people running in these positions um i'm just more open-minded i want to say sensitive you yeah know, um i i love kamala harris you know i think she's so dope yeah i think she's being herself that's what i love about it. it's nothing yeah. fake about it uh, what she's trying to do, her plight, you know, with every, the people mm-hmm. of our country. Um, and she just seems, appears to be a down-to-earth woman, you know. Just yeah. so happens to be our vice president of the United right. States. But, yeah, I mean, it, it allows me to be more so open-minded, you know. Because right. there's not a certain way that you have to be or act. Just be yourself. Yeah. You know, you don't have to put on a front. You don't have to act um, a certain way or... You know, that's that's what I think we're kind of used to seeing, I think, more yeah. so with our past, you know, women yeah. that we've seen in politics. Yeah. And yeah. Sean. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to ask you something based off how you answered that last question. Mm-hmm. You, you said you said something to the effect of you you have empathy, like you listen, you you know, you're, you're there to help. Do you think do you think some of those events in your youth, you know, that you talked about towards the end of your college career, do you think some of that helped shape that? Like, wh- where does that come from is, is, is a better way of asking that. Um, let me let me read. OK, so you're saying like as far as with um, what I've experienced in my life. And right. how, yeah, I do. OK, I do. I think that played a part of it. Um, just having. Yeah. I mean, I'm an empathetic person anyway. True. People call them empaths, um, but <laughs> empaths. But um, but yeah, a lot of my experiences, especially after I graduated college, kind of like definitely shaped me and molded me into what I'm doing today. Gotcha. So, yeah. Dope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dope. Yeah. Dope. I just I, I feel like, and this this transcends politics, but I think like in leadership in general, mm-hmm. it creates a barrier because you you have people who. It, you, you, your life is your life, okay? I'm not making anybody feel bad for that. But, man, if you've gone through something, <laughs> I feel like it puts you in position to relate to people who are going through things. Absolutely. And I really feel like in terms of public service, not even at a local level, we talk it on, on a national, federal level, mm-hmm. we have more of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, this world would be, like, so much better. Absolutely. Not even this world, but this nation. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we... 
we all go through something. We all have gone through something. Mm -hmm. So, but it's just that relatability factor is, I think has been lost, especially here now in the past four years. So absolutely. You're, you're right, Ronnie. Um, Definitely um, going through something can, you know, like prompt you to want to help or reach out or, you know, assist in any way, you know. So you do have, sometimes you do have those people, and I've seen, like, more recently, I've seen more women, you know, kind of, you know, take a stand and and really, you know, for different things, you know. um, They can relate, people can relate to those women, you know. Um, And it's not just so much about, the politician and what where I'm trying to go and how I'm going to do any and everything to, you know, get my way to the top. Yeah. It's not more about that. It's more about helping the people. There you go. So, I love that. Yeah. How has uh, how has the pandemic impacted your city? Um, and, and what what kind of initiatives have y'all been trying to roll out to kind of address those issues? You know, it's, it's said when when. America gets a cold, black folks get the flu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like how yeah. how has how has the past year or so affected your city ground level? Well, um it's definitely I mean, the poverty is unreal. Um, you know, it's, it's people that are hungry, um people like I said people that are just misplaced. Um they are it's a lot of homes in a city that are abandoned Mm -hmm. and you know you may find people you know that are on drugs and they'll go and they'll go and live in these houses or they'll go and spend the night in these houses you know so you're finding a whole lot of that during the pandemic right now Mm. so the need for food is unreal you know Um, the need for adequate housing is unreal yeah and so um I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I don't. I don't work closely with the council. I don't. I work more so independently, um, and we can get off onto that and maybe in another, um, in just a minute. That's fair, sure. Yeah, but um, so now we're <laughs> the pandemic. We're doing our meeting Zoom, you know, so we're not actually meeting. Um, and I would have to say that my counterparts are not really more so focused on that right now. It's something that I I want to do. That's mm-hmm. my focus for right now, what I'm focused on. They're still going about with the normal city business, you know. Mm. So um, it's one council member that I do work closely with, but the rest of them I just, you know, we have our meetings and then, okay. We're co-workers. Basically. Yeah. 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 Sean, mm-hmm. I, I work in the real estate field. Mm-hmm. Considering that, like, what what is it that I can do, or at least in terms of bring awareness to the housing situation? Because when you said that, like, that hit me hard, mm-hmm. and it just it it made me think about people. I mean, people living in abandoned houses like that that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, considering where I like like what is it that can be done done for? I I I, I have an assumption low income or even no income housing would probably be a great start. Yeah. But in your own words, like, well, here's the thing. I mean, when I say people, I didn't want to, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm going to say it. Yeah. People from over the mountain. Yeah. They come out this way to the West side. 
get their drugs. And they go in these abandoned houses. And that's what they do. Right. So, um, yeah, you have a lot of, yeah, you know? Yeah. All right. And, and that's where that takes place. So the problem is if these, um, the abandoned houses that are in my community, if the family I'm picturing them too. What, what it has happened basically is mom and dad or grandma and granddaddy have died. Right, right. The children have moved to another state, and they don't care. Right. They don't care. And so um, it's just the taxes are needed to be paid so that the property can be... Right. You know, yeah. purchased, um, and so that something can be done with it. So until that happens, it's just like we can't do anything. Because some people, why don't you just tear them down? No, you can't do that. Right. You know, but if somebody came in and gave the okay, or a family member gave the okay, or paid the taxes on the houses, or something to that effect, then then we wouldn't have that issue. Mm. You know. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I would I would love and welcome the idea, you know, that you know something could come into the community, and you know, pay those taxes, and you know, we could you know do something with that property, you know, tear it down. But until then, like my house, like on my street, it's a house that has burnt. It didn't burn all the way down. It's directly across from me, and I hate to even wake up and look at it. But half of the house burnt, and the other half is still there. Wow. Right. Mm. And so, you know, I, I'm like, okay, I wish the family would just come and, you know, go ahead and deal, deal with this, this so yeah. that we can go ahead and move forward. But, you know, that's the situation. It's just the dynamic because if you, if you can't even see, you're just trying to make ends meet in your own household. The thought of trying to deal with a whole other property is overwhelming. For a lot of people like Absolutely. I, I couldn't like for me, I'm blessed to say that, like, if my parents something happens to my folks house, my sister and I would get together and handle that as ASAP. Right. That's because we got our affairs in order. But if a lot of a lot of people are just living hand to mouth, like you I want me to do that. what right. yeah. about another property? Help me with this property there first. You, you know what I mean? I, and I just think that's just the 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 problem there is just that you just have a lot of people just really impacted by just the regular conditions of the world to where when a pandemic hits or something like this comes and now we, you're talking about paying taxes. Like I'm sure we ain't talking about a couple of hundred dollars or, something or nothing like that. Like this right. is something serious, you know what I mean? And so most folks just punt easily. Like I, I can just see how that problem can just snowball, you know, house to house to house. And, it, and it's, you know, again, I used to go to a barbershop um, that was actually in Bessemer, but I drove through Brighton. So as you're talking about these examples, I'm visualizing some of the buildings that I recall mm -hmm. in my upbringing. So, right. yeah, it's 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 uh, it's unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. T tell me this. What what have been your thoughts? Because we we've the past week um, we've seen states open back up. Um, and in the next month or so, Alabama will be the next one. What have been your thoughts about states doing that? I don't think it's my thoughts right now, honestly, is I don't feel like we're ready still at sure. this point. Sure. I mean, I'm still going to wear my mask when I go into the store, gas station. I'm still just that's yeah. what I want to do. Right. 
you know, um, I will say this. I feel like the the governor, you know, she's kind she's going with, you know, what the people want more so than what is best for us right now. Because sure. I know that the ban is about to be lifted soon. You know? Right. And um, I just don't feel like we're at a point right now where the ban should be lifted. But, you know, people have a mind frame. They're going to do what they want to. Um, not everybody is so um, open to taking the vaccine at this point. That's a fact. You know? That is a fact, I don't know how you all feel about it, but... I'm a little apprehensive, a little bit, you know. Really? I am. I'm just going to be honest with you. Sean, like, have you all I taken it? I keep lotion on my left shoulder just in case. <laughs> and I don't put on a lot of lotion. <laughs> no, so you're re- are you ready? <laughs> yeah. You're ready yeah. to take it? Yeah, he, yeah here's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I got the video. You changed then. Because you was, you was like one of the first ones. You was like, no, nah, I'm going I'm to kind of wait this thing out. Hear me out. I got the vid back in November, right? Can I say the vid? Am I... Okay, I don't even know. Okay, the Rona, the Rona, whatever. Oh, the vid okay. of yeah, yeah, I had it in November. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, my wife and I had the same time. Okay, it was rough. I'm not gonna lie. But since then, like, I guess actually I, right after y'all started talking about you coming, it, on, it, like, it really was. It, that's, that's why I ghosted you. <laughs> <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it could be transferred through uh, IGDM. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yet I continue to talk to this guy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but no, no, since, since I've had it, my whole mindset on the whole thing has been different. Like, I mean, I've been I've been so aware of like the, all the lives that are lost because, you know, when it started, it seemed like, OK, well, that's not going to happen in Alabama because we're Alabama. And then you start seeing deaths happen in Alabama. Oh, yeah. Then we had a death uh, in my place of employment. Oh, really? And that hit me so hard. And I'm thinking. My mindset was, well, I wonder if he'd had access to the vaccine. What do you have? What do you have had? What have you been able to put up a better fight? Mm-hmm. So my thing is like, if I get it or when I get it, I'm still. I don't think I'm 90 days out yet, so I, I don't. I don't qualify. Uh-huh. But on that on day 91, yeah, here's the elbow. What you need to do with it, right? <laughs> just because I just feel like a. If you look at the science, I don't believe it's going to do any harm to me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if it can help everyone I'm around, yeah, give me the shot. Yeah. Now you want to know what's real? My wife, <laughs> who is a dentist, mm-hmm. who is a science nerd, is not for the shot right now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't know. That That's just where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you made me think about this when you said it. There, uh, I think I told you this, Walker. There are some towns in rural Alabama to where they're disposing of excess vaccines because nobody there wants to get the shot. Mm. The the mass population of these towns don't believe that COVID is a thing. Mm. And so um, that that hurts my heart because I'm like, man, in my mind, I'm convinced that it can't do any harm. So why not? Mm -hmm. That's me. I want to lean into more of what you what you think about the vaccine. Like, what's your what's your viewpoint? Well, Personally, I just feel like I, I need to, it's so new. That's my problem with it. Because I'm all for the flu shot. I took, actually, I didn't get one this year, but typically I get it. And I'm, I'm, surprisingly, I didn't get the flu this year without getting a shot. But normally I do. Mm. Um, but I just, 
more so apprehensive because I don't know what the effects would be on my body, you know. But I see where you're coming from because you've actually had it. So I, I understand. Right. You know, but I'm just kind of wary as far as, you know, what are the effects, the long-term effects, you know. I don't know. You're right. We've that, been harping on short-term. Right. Yeah, but you're... And it hasn't been out long enough to for us to okay. That's I never only, thought about that. That's the only thing why I'm kind of like uneasy about it. But I mean, I do think it's definitely a great idea. It's just a personal way that I feel, you know. Gotcha. You just don't want to get the first iPhone, right? You just want to wait till they get don't, the kings don't out. Bring iPhone, don't bring iPhones into this. <laughs> you just want to get the kings never out. Never had a king. Wait till the update. iPhones never had a king. Don't do this. Wait till they get all the updates. Let him. He's just doing that. Let him get all the get all the updates. Fix it to where like now you're like all right. I got the new and improved vaccine. Right. Basically, Sean. Sean, let me ask you this. <laughs> and and forgive me if this sounds. I got him. I got him. Forgive <laughs> me if this sounds insensitive. Okay. Yes. You harped on the long term effects. I'll admit I've never considered that. Mm-hmm. But. When you think about our older population, mm-hmm. would you be an advocate of them getting the vaccine, even with the uncertainty of the long-term effects, with all things considered? I do. Does that sound callous? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. No, I, I do. I encourage my folks to get one, just because they have, my, my parents, just speaking for me, they have been very extreme in this pandemic, and I understand why they are being very extreme. Like... You know, I told you, like, I had to negotiate, like, yo, we need to see y'all for the holidays. Like, it's okay if we come into the house, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, do, yeah. are we going to continue to live this out, this existence? Like, you you need to consider another alternative. Right. If that's yeah. what you, if that's what your normal has become, you need to consider and research the vaccine. My parents have signed up for it since then. So that's a step in the right direction. So You're a fraud. What do you mean I'm a fraud? You're not going to put your shoulder on the table, but you want your parents to. I didn't say I wasn't. I said you weren't. So back to what I was saying. <laughs> back to what I was saying. <laughs> See what I deal with? So what I'm saying is that I just think that like when it comes to like my folks, like I haven't been nothing like that. You know what I mean? And I've been fortunate to be able to work from home. So it would also change like that's why I've been on like at first I was like I think I'm a wait but lately I've been gathering information as much as I can long term short term the whole nine right when you're family planning okay there's going to be trips to the doctor we're getting out more than we were so we might need to consider it so I think for every person you just have to evaluate where you are in life right right and I think I think for you to consider what gives me the safest option to be able to live my life as best I can. If that means getting this vaccine, then let me research it. Let me at least find out about it before I just say no. I think what I found problematic is that people are just saying nah, and not, they don't know why they're not saying no, right? right? Other than the fact that I'm scared. Yeah. Well, you're going to be scared if you don't take it, right? So like you're still in the same position, so at least get some information and maybe just maybe you'll learn something that you didn't know that may influence your decision. Absolutely. So, do you find that it's more people of color that are saying that? Good question, Sean. <laughs> Turn these microphones on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> but but to me, I'll be honest with you. I just think every group, every group has their doubts. 
You know what I'm saying? I just think they express it differently. I just think black for black people, it's like, man, I'm not going to be no one's guinea pig for this vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Other groups of people, what is COVID? Like, mm-hmm. is that a thing? Other people, like, it's just it just depends on like we express so many different right ideas. Uh, in other words, it all amounts to the fact that I don't want to take it, right? <laughs> we just have different reasons in our social groups for why we are why we're saying no right right mm-hmm. so i just think for us we're just afraid and we've never had the confidence in society and in modern medicine to really look out for our best benefit you know what i mean when you consider what women have to deal with and black women have to deal with in pregnancy you you consider like things like the tuskegee experiments you consider those things what do we have as black people when was the first time in our history to where the American government, pharmaceutical companies, businesses have put black people's best interest first when it comes to pushing out something that will benefit them. Absolutely. So you're telling me this is the first? I'm glad that you mentioned that black women in pregnancy. I mean, that's yeah. one thing I think about. I've yet to have children. I don't know if this is, you know. Right. Like I think about things like that, and that's one of the reasons why I'm not kind of like, you know, so like, yeah, let me get the shot because I don't know if this is gonna right alter affect any- that exactly affect that right. So you know, um, if you, I think maybe if people more so address their concerns, like I think maybe we could kind of get more answers from the professionals from the medical world, and you know, we could address those issues, and then maybe more people would, you know. Go and get the vaccine. Yeah. You know? But yeah. if if nobody speaks up and says, you know, well, this is my concern, I'm afraid that this is going to happen. And, you know. Right. Right. If we just stay silent, then, you know, we're not yeah. going to. Yeah. Yeah. How do we get to where we start trusting, though? Because, you know, that's. That's, that's going to take time. You can yeah. have the information yeah. at your disposal and you can have all the facts, everything you listed, but you can still in here, there'd be a mental block. Like, I don't know. Like, right. how do we how do we get past The biggest that? chunk of information we need in, ter- in context of this conversation is what are the long term effects? Well, that information is unavailable right now for obvious reasons. Absolutely. So yeah. to get that trust, just like generating trust in any other relationship or any other situation, it takes time. It takes experiences. Wait on the update for the iPhone. See, you agree with me. You agree with me. Thank you, Gat. This is why we're friends. I think that it's going to come. It's just so new. That's what I think. It's going to come, but it's so new. Like, it is new. Look, yeah. at, look at the flu vaccine. I always, you know, go back to that. Yeah. You know, it's been around for some years now. But, yeah. um, you know, it may have been some kind of, you know... People may have been kind of, you know, like, I don't know. Let me kind of see how this is going to affect me. You know, it could have been some of that back then when it was, you know, developed. Mm -hmm. But over time, we've seen, you know, the effects. We've seen that it's not going to kill us. It's not going to. Some people do have their own, you know, ideas about what that particular vaccine would do. But, you know, over other than that, I mean, you know, we kind of pretty much see it's not going to kill us. You know, it's just a personal choice. And I think that the same thing is going to happen or is going to basically have to happen in order for people to start having some type of trust. They got to see the effects if if anything is going to happen. Right. You know. Right. So I always ask uh, hard, uh, hardworking black women this question. How does how does Sean decompress? Hmm, good when, question. when 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 you're when you're avoiding 
the other employees um, at your job, um, trying to fix the issues there. Uh, when you're tired of wearing a mask, uh, you probably can't go to the gym like you used. Like, how does Sean decompress? Okay, y'all. Let me just tell y'all. <laughs> Grip that mic, Sean. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> okay. So, y'all, like, I'll just tell you, I... Okay, so my main job um, is I, I actually work with drug addicts. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sean, I didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good friend. Good yeah. friend you are. <laughs> so I work with drug addicts. They go back. We uh, had hair. <laughs> every day, Monday <laughs> through Friday. And y'all, it is a lot. It is a lot. It's hard. Okay. And so bring some cookies by mm-hmm. just on Fridays. Just bring a drop a box of cookies by. Mm-hmm. Just be like <laughs> some chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Gotta be chocolate in there. Gotta be chocolate. Yes, yes. But um, so you can you can just imagine, you know, the stress that you have to deal with because you're not dealing with people that have the normal, you know, thinking capacity, you know. So I'm bombarded with questions every day and demands and requests. Oof. And, you know, I'm like, do these women, and it's women okay. I'm dealing with, okay. uh, women drug, drug addicts. And, um, you know, I'm like, I'll be thinking, you know, like, do they not think that you know, all these questions and demands are, you know, know kind of like a lot basically right um and cigarettes are their thing too so cigarettes they ask for a cigarette break like yeah because it's it's, it's because yeah. it, it right it alters it's like know, a what, pacifier yeah uh, what they can't get yeah. to okay. right okay. okay so yeah decompressing y'all i mean when i leave work and i get off work at nine o'clock at night okay that's why when you said what time you go to sleep i was like i wish <laughs> Right. I wish. Yeah. Right. So when I get off at night, the first thing that I do when I get in my car, the first thing that decompresses me is music. Okay. Oh, scary hours too is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, is that what I heard, Sean? Is that what I heard? That's hilarious. <laughs> What'd you hear, Black? All I heard was over your drink. Is this thing on? Uh-uh. No, it's not on. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are you listening to? Music, y'all, is the best therapy. And I mean, like, lately I've been on 70s music. You know? Okay. Yes. That's where you lost him. Sean. The, oh, hey, yes. Again, up here, judgment. So, yeah, just don't I mean, worry about that. Nobody gets it, but. Sean, I'm, we still the key I know, and I'm still. <laughs> hey, I'm still on that. But, okay. <laughs> but again, you grew up. I'm pretty sure in the house that was what. Yeah, your parents was playing. Oh yeah, and it, it just yeah. I, I, that, I, that's that's some nostalgia there, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's nostalgia there, but then also too, like I mean, and I think Ronnie, you can kind of attest to that. Like we just. We just always love music. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. That was one of our vibes for sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if not making beats on a lunchroom. Oh, Sean, you taking us I back mean, to this? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Music just was our thing. Yeah. yeah. And yes, we were no limit fans. Oh. We were. And, and then Cash Money came in. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We had we to be. And so, but, you know, I as I got older, I kind of started to more so like 
I like the beats and everything. And I said, okay, well, let me see where, where, where did this song come from? There you go. And where did this song come from? Mm-hmm. And then I started researching, and I was like, okay, this is what my parents was, you know, because my mom had a big record collection, yeah. you know. And I remember her putting songs, and I was like, I've heard this before. And then I, oh, okay, the Dramatics made this song, or the Stylistics, Stylistics. made yeah. this song. Yeah. Come on, you know? song. Yeah. So that's samples. Yeah. And so that's why I'm listening that's all to that. I mean, that's all it is. Absolutely, it's yeah. all samples, you yeah. know. And that's what I'm going back and listening to when I get in the car, because sometimes, yeah, I'm still listening to what we listen to. <laughs> okay. But, you know, and I just kind of want to chill and just kind of, I'll put like. You uh, heard Bruno yet? Bruno Mars? Yeah, he heard his, heard his latest track. You you talking about it's not Bruno. With, it's Bruno Mars. It's Bruno and Pac, but they have a they have a name. So, yeah. So I was listening to like it. Yeah, I was listening to it this morning. Leave just, the door open, Walker. Lord have mercy. When you get in your car, just listen to that. <laughs> it's it, you're it's good. It's it's you're chill. Welcome. If it's, that's if, if that's what you're on right now, mm. just listen to that. What's it called? What is the name of the song? Get, we, we have we, we have a we have a uh, guy who gets that for us. Oh, okay. In five. Silk something. Four. Something silk. Three. Two and five. <laughs> Four. <laughs> it's called Leave the Door. Open. Leave the door open, yeah. Okay. But it's Silk something. I anyway. got Sonic. Silk Sonic. That's yeah. it. That's okay. it. That's well, it. Well, I like him, so I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. You like Anderson yeah. Park, too? Um, Judge, judgment Eyes. Just say Ju- yes, Sean. Say yes but to this friend, question. I haven't even heard of him. Though. You haven't heard of Anderson Pop. What are you doing on this podcast? No. Yep. <laughs> Silk Sonic, leave the leave the door open. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, like I, it, they just released the song yesterday. So, but but it's dope. Uh-huh. It's dope. It's it's definitely yeah. So it's a group, and it's called Anderson. Pop. Anderson Pop is the artist, and then he com- is that P A C like Tupac. It's uh. It, I, think it's, I think it's P-A-A-K. I think, they, I think he's referred to as Pac. It is Pac? I think so. I don't know. He can't be Pac, right? Anyway, anyway. Okay, so something. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm open. I'm, I you love you you right. love. If you are already in that. I'm shazamming all the time. Yeah. I can, right. We'll play, <laughs> we'll, we'll, play, we'll, play it, we'll play it for you once the podcast is over. Okay. We'll, so you'll hear it and yeah, just cue it up. Sean, you made me think of something, though. What? Uh, just because I keep my ear to a lot of current music. Mm-hmm. I'm finding myself in my yes, as I narrow down to 40. Lord have mercy. I'm hearing now in current age music, them sampling stuff that was popping. Sean, I can't oh deal. My, yes. I cannot deal. Yes. I can't deal with it. Yes. <laughs> yes. They are starting to sample yeah. stuff. I, I think, I, and I don't listen to the radio for real. I just. No, nah. I mean it's, it's not the same like it was. Streaming is killed. Streaming is killed the radio because yeah. yeah. you, you can access whatever you want at any given time. Right, yeah. and then they're playing the song fifty million times. Too. Right, so which, which was a problem back then. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was some song I was listening to, and I think that it was like um, back in the day, it was uh, Sierra and Bow Wow had made it. Oh, a, not not oh, um, um, like I know what song you're like talking you about. Song. I know what song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know the cadence. Da, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody now has made them. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, they're starting to do that now. Right. Life has come full circle for me. I don't remember what song it was, but I'm in the car. I'm in the car with my boys, right, after carpool. Yeah. And my oldest is singing the song, and I'm like, no, those are not the words. This is... 
insert song that was popular now in the you're, 90s. Now you're the old, now you're the, now you're the dad. Like you're the old dad. I don't like it. I don't like it because that's what I would <laughs> do. This is music? Parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Aaliyah did um, At Your Best or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah. I had a hard time dealing with my parents saying this is not an original song. I was like, no, no, Aaliyah, this is this came from right. the, the genius that but was they, Aaliyah. But they was like, no, this is the Osley Brothers. Right. right. And then you hear the Osley Brothers, you're like, dang, Aaliyah, what you doing? Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. yes. Just killed, just killed, yeah. that just killed your song. Because right. I rode hard for Aaliyah. Now right. I see. Now I got my seven year old in the backseat. Ride hard for insert artist here. Why am Yelly or whatever you call them? I don't know what these guys are called anymore. But so you know what the key is. What? The key is that now at this point that that you know when you and your wife y'all playing music around the house that you teach them and you're teaching them. You're playing the music. You know, Facts. Th- right? That's a good point. Facts. And so, so oh. When they get oh, okay, this is where it came from. They can tell you or tell someone else, this is the original song. You know, just like how we know. Yeah. You still, you know, teach them, teach it to them. So. I don't. I don't think we had that luxury of like instant access to the original at that yeah. time. Now right. we could just we could hit Spotify and boom in like ten exactly. seconds. Yeah. Right. We, I should have done that in the car with him. We yeah. didn't have yeah. that. The only we relied on our parents. Our parents played records and they play, or We went to card parties and fish fries. There you and go. We heard, Come, like, talk about the show. Right. We, that's how we heard <laughs> yeah, music. Absolutely. You yeah. know, we had to dig harder. Then you know it's easily accessible to kids now so right. yeah you just got to point them in the right direction do you think of planting a seed though sean like because I, I think about what you just said and then you've gone back to as you decompress relying on a lot of 70s music mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying do you think of planting a seed with you just hearing like being at the fish fry and you know that yeah. that it was it was probably ambient noise at in our youth right but do you think it was like penetrating it, yeah, a little bit it was bit. penetrating then that's what music we, does right true, true. we we didn't realize that we just listening to it like y'all <laughs> so i mean even now i, I laugh at to this day this song y- y'all remember clarence carter stroking clarence carter. i'll be stroking come on now <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know that was his name clarence carter he okay. made that song i'll be stroking okay yeah. so y'all know if you went to any type of Ratchet hood event, fish fry with your folks. You gonna hear that song. Yeah, yeah, you gonna yeah. hear all the Bobby Blue Bland, Bobby Womack, a BYOB all these affair. songs. Um, yeah, there you go. All those <laughs> I songs mean, you just, come you just up. saw. Yeah, you just see all you know, your uncles be toxic and and do. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And you remember that? Absolutely. Yes. It's a feeling, man. It's mm-hmm. a memory, you know. And that's that's that. I think that's also what makes music so dope is that we can always connect it to an event or remember a moment you, in time mm-hmm. and i think that where you were that when, always yeah, adds absolutely. something to it i mean again we all know where we were when we first heard juvie's back that thing oh my right? goodness we all know where we were in our hall <laughs> But you know what? Which though? I had no business being back, in there. Back Nobody had any business being there. But back that thing up, and I'm not going. But and then the C murder song. I can't even say it on. on Touch some other hitters, right? Oh my! What? You're what? the only person who says hitters. What hitters? If you're gonna. <laughs> Touch my other hitters. You, you know what's you know what's crazy. You know what's crazy. What? I remember being at an Alabama football game and hearing that. I'm and I, like it took me for a loop. Like what? what's gonna happen? What yeah, about yeah. the <laughs> They take it over. <laughs> 
But yeah, but yeah, all those gotcha, impact, Negro. All those impactful songs. <laughs> yeah, right. right. All those impactful, impactful songs. You remember exactly where you were when you heard them. That's so wild. Yeah, it, music it, definitely it, does that. Music definitely does it for me. So that's the first thing I do when I get in the car. I'm gonna put something on that's gonna relax me. And typically, it's seventies and eighties music. Okay. So yeah, Sean, you really haven't listened to Scary Hours too yet. No, but I'm gonna. Um, Listen to the groove. Like who? What a what a what a current? Though? No, Scary Hours Two is Drake. That's Drake. That's Goat. Okay. Goat. Drake. Drake dropped the EP. That's Goat. Yeah, Goat. Drake is. Yeah. Don't do this. Um, <laughs> Drake dropped an EP yesterday, which means Certified Lover Boys on the way. I beg to differ. He's not Goat. Are you coming back next week? Empty on that side of the room right <laughs> I would now. Love to. He's not Goat, friend. I'm sorry. Now, Jay. Close your mouth. I mean, that's all you got to do is just say Jay. Now, I, now we're going to talk. I guess we can talk about it now, now since we're here. Now. now, I triggered him. I don't want to talk about anything anymore. <laughs> so I'll just talk can to you. Can we wrap this up? I talk, so I'll just talk to you in black. <laughs> you let me know when you come back. I told him, I triggered him a few years ago. And I told him if Drake focused on the bars in his music, he's talented. He can do all, all this other stuff. Uh-huh. And it's worked. But if he took all of that and focused on the bars, he would be closing in on Jay a lot faster in terms of the GOAT. The whole Kendrick conversation would probably be non-existent, given how often Kendrick puts out music. Absolutely. This this project that he just released yesterday Mm -hmm. is an example of that. Nothing but bars, nothing but rapping. And you see my point when you listen to him just rap like that. The last track on that, well, he just gone. He's going off for like four minutes. Oh yeah, the lemon pepper freestyle. Yes, Le Ross left Earth. <laughs> he leaves Earth. He leaves Earth every time. There's music of his produced. <laughs> but then when he gets on, <laughs> but then but then he he drops the 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 chachi slide. What slide he the put out? Slide. The Tootsie slide. Yeah, the Tootsie roll slide. Now that so he that, when, I'm gonna be honest. That, I'm not to cut you off. That kind of threw me off a little bit. You it know? threw you a little, it, didn't it? it, it, it you gonna do this? For but it did, friend. It was. He thought that was. He thought that was song of the year. You did. Yeah. No. Sean, think about the impact. Okay, but listen, I, I don't think like about that. the song. <laughs> We were just talking about how music has an impact on us. Why can't we do that with Drake? Why can't we do it with Tuesday Slide? No. It had, an impact. it had an impact on you. No. It's it has it's it's cute. It's Drake popular. really could put out a blank disc. You know. He but- really could put out a blank disc with you. <laughs> but so hard Classic. I can really okay. okay. I think I think Drake definitely has that ability to get to the J status. I really do. Um Y'all, to me, like his best, his best uh, for real is um. Hold on, let me think. If you going if you say what I think you're gonna say. Hold on, wait a minute. The the best one is um. What was the one where he was like? It was just his side silhouette, and it was like the clouds. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. I actually listened to that yesterday. Nothing was the same, and then what was the one where he was at the table? Take care. Like take care. Take care. Take care is my best one. Okay, that's that's my those favorite Drake his, album. Those are his best works. I'm, they are. I'm not disputing any of this. To me, you haven't included my favorite Drake album yet, but I, I'm gonna let you live. But, Can you guess what his is? No. Views is my favorite collection of. Because here, here's what I want to say, Shauna. Forgive me. Forgive me. This is rude, but this is this touches at my heartstrings because I'm crazy about Drake. Okay. I, yeah. Listen. Listen. Yeah, I, y'all want. <laughs> 
Continue. I'm He's sorry. passionate people, about people Drake like, like I'm passionate about Jay. Well, yeah, but here, here's the thing. People like him, mm-hmm. whoever he is, you want to put you yeah. want to put Drake in a box. You you, you want to put Drake in a box and all you want to come out of this box are bars. You know what I want to come out of? First, I'm going to take Drake out of that box, number one. I want Drake to create musical experiences like we talked about a few minutes ago, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I like Views so much because he takes you so many different places. Views but people good. like him only come for bars. So with Drake and, and consuming Drake content, if you're only there for bars, yeah, it'd be easy for you not to put him in the GOAT status. Yeah. But I'm taking Drake as an artiste, okay? Yeah. Drake has done it all. He's covered all spans of music, maybe not country, but who listens to that anyway? But he's covered all of it yeah. and done it masterfully, if I might add. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, don't put that restrictor plate on his creativity. Let him cook, eat the food, go home happy. You do the dishes. <laughs> or you can just listen to Jay. Back what you were saying, though? You said something about Jay? Cold. <laughs> I, I am a diehard Jay Z fan. Best album. Uh, best album to me, Reasonable Doubt. Okay, you okay. have to say that. No, I mean, it is. But let me tell you, though, I'm not saying it because, okay, it's the first and everybody says that. Y'all, I didn't really. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It is amazing. And no it, one's it, asking you questions, Walker. <laughs> it set the precedent for what was to come. True. Okay. So I'm in college. I'm listening to when Blueprint came oh, out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh. Blueprint came out and it was just over. Okay, I'm talking about I'm listening, driving home from Huntsville to Birmingham. I'm listening back from the first to the last. Just okay? run it. Just running run it. it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so I started researching and I said, I went back. And then I listened to his earlier work because you got to understand us being here in Alabama. We miss that. Yeah. We miss regional. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No we, doubt. Because no doubt. the No Limit It's regional. Era, it's regional. We got volume the, one, Jay. We got lifetime volume one. We did. We didn't get reasonable doubt, though. We had we, to go back and get that. Right. I'll give you that, yeah. But even with that, that was like watered down because we were so into cash money. We were so into outcast. No limit outcast. It was outcast. Suave House. Suave House. Ooh, Eight Ball and yeah. G. We were so Kilo. into that. <laughs> Kilo. What did you shoot a kilo? Sean put me on kilo. Sean put me on kilo in high school. Sean, Sean, you don't remember this, but I'm going to take us back. We were in the blazer. And Sean hops in. We're riding somewhere. And Sean says, Sean says, Rodney, put this in. And I'm like, no, we got Fiend playing. But man, when Hilarious. she we put that in, I remember, I remember. The next, it, it was either the next day or the following weekend, I drove to Turtles Music. <laughs> oh my god! And I bought that CD. <laughs> okay. So that's what it is about Turtles. Kilo. That's that's one Turtles of our many Eastwood. connections. Turtles. Yes. Eastwood. Turtles music. Yes. Next to Kmart. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I used to get music out of there. Yes. I used to work over there. I used to work over there Classic. in high school. Real Walker. Mm-hmm. I, I worked over at the Parisians. Wow. Okay. Remember, okay. Remember uh, Mike Career? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the homie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He used to work there. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When Turtles went to Blockbuster, like, I had to take a moment. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Again, the music, like, I remember, I think I went to that one and picked up DMX's okay. uh, second, album, second album, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Ooh, that was yeah. a classic. That was too. a classic, yeah. for yes. sure. Yeah. Well, we, we had some good music. Let's back get then. back to Jay, though, because yes. I, I, I want you to I want you to keep going here. Okay. You, 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 so, you picked up Blueprint, then Blueprint, you went back in the catalog right went back 
And then I listened to Reasonable Doubt, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is like that was the, that was the that was the first one you listened to after Blueprint." Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That was the first. So one. you was just like, "This guy is like awesome." Bananas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bananas. And so then, so I, I mean, in my top five, I'm just gonna tell you, you have you already got the top five. Oh, you got yeah. them in order. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's, let, let's talk about it. Yes. Um. So I have uh, Reasonable Doubt. I have Blueprint. I have uh, American Gangster. Wait, are these in order? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blueprint. Mm-hmm. American Gangster is up there. Oh yeah, it's up there. I don't know if it's that high for me, but it's up there. It's that, a- that that is a very underrated album. It's very underrated, very. But it and is- it has a lot of those old. Yeah, it has and a I lot think- of that soul to it as well. Right, and I think yeah. that's what. Right. Can you let her finish, please. I'm on the edge of my seat here. <laughs> Two more to go. Okay, um, so we have American Gangster. Then we have, um, hold on, we have the Black Album. Yes, four. And we have Kingdom um, Come. No. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> you stupid! You stupid! <laughs> hold on, and then my last one I have to say is um. Four, four, four. Yes, Sean. So those are my top five. My only, I, I like your top five. Mm-hmm. My only issue is your uh, American Gangster. Okay, it's not a bad album. It wouldn't be in my People top five. People slept on it though. I, I, I would put, I, I, I would put listen. Volume One there. I, I put can, Volume One there, and, and I would swap out uh, American Gangster Volume One. Really, per- personally, yes. Okay, but everything else, I'm with you on. Okay, you must love me that track on Volume One, like that. Really, I. I don't know if mm. I would have it right outside top five American Gangster. Mm. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if I put it ahead of Hard Night Life. Uh uh-uh. Volume two. Volume two is good. I don't I'm not sure if I would. Though. No, I'm saying I'm talking outside of top five. Oh, so you're at six through ten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not sh- this is over. I'm not sure because I'm thinking <laughs> we just walk. <laughs> I'm thinking because yeah, I think with you, I would put Volume One in that group and leave out. American Gangster, but then American Gangster and Hard Knock Life are fighting for that six spot. Gotcha. Wow. I mean, they're fighting for that six spot. They're all great, mm-hmm. great albums. Yeah. So, it's, so, so it's difficult, but I respect your five, though. Yeah. I respect yours, Walker, since mm-hmm. you pretty much have the same one as me. <laughs> That's the only way, right? Right. <laughs> all right. So, so, so that was. So, Jay Z's is. Uh, who, do you have a top five of MCs? Ooh. Who is two? Three, okay, so two so five. who else? Who else in that era do you was do you be like? Who else would you put in in there with with Jay Drake? Who else? You don't have to put it in order. <laughs> you don't have to put it in order. C okay. murder. Who who would you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna list because I mean I gotta really think about who I'm gonna put in order. But yeah, you definitely got Jay. You got Drake. I'll put him in there. Kendrick, um, Andre. Um. Oh, three stacks. Oh yes. Okay. No De- question. Definitely. No, Dr. Dre. <laughs> what are we doing here? There are some people that have Dr. Dre in their in their top fives. Rappers. Yeah. Okay. It's, I'm it's, sure Eminem does. And let me see. Um, what happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad of a joke it was. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out well for you. Okay. Um, number four. Okay, we got number five. Who's who's the fifth person? I don't know. That's a tough one. 
Pac, Biggie. I have to go with Pac. I have to go with Pac. I I like Biggie. I think, and now that I'm getting older, I've listened to. Did you all see the uh, new documentary? I'm watching it tonight. I was telling them about that. Okay, I want to talk about it. Speak. Okay, you gotta watch it. It's great. Okay, it's good. I I am really debating watching it again. That's I've, how that's how attached I was to it. Wasn't it good? It was so good. It, it was, was well really done. good. Well, a lot of stuff I didn't know about me, Big on there. Me either. Yeah, yeah. So, right. Yeah. I, I didn't wanna, know he could sing like that. Come on. Right. Like, I was. Yeah. Awesome. I gotta check it out. It's okay, good. I'm it's not good. gonna speak on no more. On See, that. if okay. I tell him it's good, he'll wait a month or two or a year. But now that you said he'll probably listen, he'll probably watch it tonight since you know. I'm gonna have yeah, to say he's between, got better between, between Pac and Biggie. I'm just gonna say that. Can I do that? There is time. There is time. I can. I can. I can. I'll let you, I'll let you have that. Yeah. 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 You have that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sean. Yes. We're on music. All right. Yes. So we're gonna dig deep. I got this. I got this question. And this is a question that we've we've had for a while, but we got a woman here. Yes. So we just want to know what you think about it. Yes. Um, I've got an issue. All right. Yeah. You do. <laughs> I've got several. more than one. Uh, in terms of female MCs. Okay. We're as you know. <laughs> oh, Sean. What is that energy? What is that? What is I'm, that? I'm listening. Okay. We're in an era now to where female MCs are um, doing, let, let me be honest, but I'm, I'm going to stay, stay fair with it, doing a lot of things that male MCs have been doing for a long time. Like? Like sexually expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Very knock, explicitly. Knock it off, cat. Mm-hmm. Huh? Knock it off, cat. What do you mean? They're doing it now? It's more prevalent now. Knock it off, cat. <clears throat> knock it all the way off. Anyway, Sean, do you hear something? Because I'm getting some interference in this ear. Uh, Common so, sense. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's static to him. Continue, continue, though. So continue. He, I'll, I'll let you is, finish. He has Taylor. called me out on this many times, and I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm confident enough to share, but when it comes to giving female MCs their credit, I struggle. Okay. Right. Okay. I am. I'm more so inclined. To listen to a male MC versus a female MC. Mm-hmm. This man, when he's called me out on it before, I went because I, I I was in denial at first. Mm-hmm. So I go through my my playlist I listen to most of the time. Mm-hmm. I got like three Rhapsody tracks. I got one Rod Digger track. Oh god, that is it, Sean. That is it. I don't even have Hot Girl Summer in there, and I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I do love Hot Girl Summer. I'm for real. Um, so my question to you is, Sean. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to make you feel bad about this, but there was no female listed in your top five. Mm-hmm. What? What? How do you? How do you take female MCs? Like, how do you absorb them? Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing. Um, I'm. I don't like it. I don't. Why not? Um. I guess my style. Music and just how I am, just as a woman in general, I'm more so like I like Lauren Hill. Like that's that's music, you know. That was from her. She recently went diamond. Miss Education is awesome, you know. Is Lauren Hill an MC? She is. I was I was I was about to I was about to erupt. You had you answered that right. Okay, go ahead. She is. She's a hybrid. Erupt again? Like I wish she had to put continued that, you know, 
um, from miseducation, but you know, I understand how the music industry is. Right. But you know, like just my style and just as a woman in general, I like her. I loved Aaliyah, you know, like, yeah. like I like that tomboy, but Did you like Missy? I, I like Missy. Okay. But I still, I'm classy and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm still cool. And you know, that's just the type of vibe. Did you like I'll, Tweet? Hmm? Did you like Tweet? Yeah, she has some hits, but you know. What about Eve? Yeah, she was cool. Rough Riders. Yeah. Rough Riders. Yeah, she I was, think she I, was I was I was thinking she of was. Eve when you was talking about when you describing what you like. Yeah, because yeah. Eve Eve was that. Right. You know, I'm not into all this twerking and all this uh, others. I'm just I'm just. Did you like little, Did you like Lil Kim and Foxy back in the day? Um, I did. Okay. I did. I liked Lil Kim's first album or whatever. Okay. But it's it's just a difference now. It's like I. Like I'm not a Meg The Stallion fan. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not a Cardi Musically. B fan. It's not. It's I'm not. Yeah, not. I'm not a Cardi B fan. Either. I'm not. Musically. Musically. I'm not, yes. I'm not saying yes. that Thank their you, music. You right. Musically. I'm not saying that you know their music isn't good. I mean it may be. Some it's not for you. Catchy. You know like. Yeah. That new song Cardi has that they're doing the TikTok dances to. It's up or something like that's catchy. You know. It's catchy. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, I want to hear what you have to say. I don't want to hear about what you're offering men. You know what I'm saying? I I don't find that. And and I I think that now it's like um us as women because I you know, trying to have a voice and you know, trying to be equal to men and, you know, talking about things that men normally talk about on their songs. Well, okay, I see what you're trying to do, but it still doesn't appeal to me. So I don't have any of those albums in my playlist. Like, they're not going to come on in my car. It's just not. Do you think that should be the goal is equality in everything? Do you really want to be equal to men in that regard? No. Okay. Not in that regard. You know what I mean? There's some things where, yeah, the inequalities need to be addressed. But some things, some things I don't think you should you should try to match men in that regard. Right. You know what I mean? Because if anything, you're trying to pull men back from even doing that themselves. Right. Right. So I just just curious. Right. Just curious. I think that women still should maintain a form of mystery. You know, like I don't want to have to hear about WAP or whatever. Like, let that man find out if you have some WAP. You and know then let saying? him rap about it, right? Okay. You know, like you don't have to put yourself out there like Hold that. On. You know, to what? be respected. I, I think there's I wouldn't other even ways. Rap about it. I, yeah, I wouldn't even rap about it. Back to you, Sean. <laughs> I wouldn't even rap about it. So you know, may, you, you some would? women may. You I would know. like to see you rap about it. You know what? I would love. I would love it. Bars about WAP. About WAP. Yeah, we're running. That's a wireless access point. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So you know, and not. I'm not. You know, dogging or you no. Know, downgrading or anything but it's just my personal preference i just don't like music like that so fair enough right. fair enough fair enough okay is that your you got your music fix gat hey, i'm good i mean you're good so i was a little so, triggered by some of the things sean said just but, the drake uh, thing just the drake thing really yeah. with jay Everything else. you can live he's uh, he's getting to that point okay he's getting i can, to that I can point. do it see he won't even say that so anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> just just for the sake of you, so music decompresses you. Yes. Is there anything else? Uh, I like a nice glass of red wine. Okay. Yeah. 
popcorn in a movie or just just wine? Wine. Just wine. Mm-hmm. Seafood? Seafood? Yes. And seafood. <laughs> <laughs> All seafood. I gotcha. love it. All of it. Gotcha. Even oysters. Cooked though. Yes. Cooked. <laughs> so you like it raw? They're aphrodisiac. Sean, don't do this. But not, they are. I'm just know. trying to give the benefits. Okay. I, 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 I've She's tried. trying to help you out. I've tried oysters <laughs> once. It didn't try you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you they, they were, I, I didn't get sick. Like, I was able to digest them. But uh, they were fried. Or it was really? fried. I only had one. And what? it didn't what go down for, well. You like the texture? I'll, Is I'll it a texture thing? Way. Is I'm it a texture? I'm bars about that. <laughs> Yeah, it was a texture, and and it's it's so interesting because, uh, you know this, uh, all y'all know this. My mom's from the Bahamas, right? And um, there is a food called conch or conch, as you Americans call it. Yeah, I uh, thought it was conch, but go ahead. Well, and you're, you're an American. American too. Yeah, no, you are. Don't no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that has that has what I thought was a similar texture to oysters, but it. Because it, it's kind of a slimy food, if you will. Conk is, right? Conk is chewy, I thought. Yeah, kind of. Well, when Delicious. you get it fresh, it's 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 got some slime to it, okay? Okay. okay. Um, Maybe you just sold that, but go ahead. <laughs> slimy is in texture, not like it's a taste. <laughs> okay. Consistency, slimy consistency. Like catfish. <laughs> not like catfish. <laughs> but no, but no, I was I I was uh thinking it was gonna be something like that and it was nothing like that. And I was like, you know what? Y'all can keep the oysters. I have heard though, yeah. They are supposedly an aphrodisiac or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll find something else. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the door open. Hey, no kids this weekend. There you go. I'm not. No, hey, hey, no, hey, hey, no. You know, it gets, hey, it gets a little crazy in the house when the kids are going, right? We all go to Costco later. They stay up to 830. <laughs> that was good. Oh, Dude, man. we were looking at that Costco ad this morning and it got pretty steamy. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't with you, man. I can't with you. I'm being too descriptive on here, but... <laughs> That's where I have my life now, Shaw. Forgive me. Yeah. That's what it's come to. That's what it's come to. You got anything else for her, man? No, dude, I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this combo. Do you have anything for us? Uh, Well, um, I just, I wanted to kind of touch back a little bit on, um, with the council, just really quickly. No, go for it. Yeah. You good. Um, So, it's not by choice that I really just kind of decided to work independently. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, without the rest of the council, uh, there uh, there had been some an incident that happened a few years back with uh, the former mayor. Uh, it was the young guy that I had mentioned, Brandon mm-hmm. Dean, and so um, there was an is- issue or situation that came about with uh, voter fraud registration. Okay, mm. yeah. So um, there was more so kind of like, uh, you know, taking false votes for going to houses where people didn't live or the people were actually deceased and votes were kind of coming in that way, so to speak. Yeah. And so the council that is currently there now, they, 
we didn't know that he was doing this, okay? We were right. supporting him, you know, because you have this young black man from Brighton who went to Howard, who came back and was wanting to better his city. And he was, right. you know, we just were rooting for him, you right, know? Right, right. And so, anyway, all of that came about and didn't know. And so, because, you know, I was kind of associated with him, they kind of put me in that Gotcha. with him. And so, you know, like uh, one of the members that's on there now actually took me to court and tried to say that I didn't live in Brighton. Like, I was living in Huntsville. Like, yeah, it's, it's been dirty. It's been wow. awful. It's a dirty game. It's a dirty game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so it's just like, and then I got to sit next to this lady that took me to court. And That's I'm like, wild. You know, like, you know it, it's, they they don't like me. You know, they think that I'm, you know, associated or affiliated with him still. But, you, you know, so, but you, you would think that over time they would see your work and see that you right. would be above board. But mm. if if I'm trying to position myself, is, is, is that really what it is? Trying to position my, is it, what is, what do you think it is? I don't know exactly what it is. I just think that it's still that uh, connection with the former mayor. And, you know, that's why I decided to run again, because let me show you that, you know, I can get these votes in. Let me right. show you that uh, I'm serious, you know, because it was I wasn't the only young um, person. It was like four other people besides the mayor brandon it was for other uh, younger people that were on the platform with me as well that had ran but you know they kind of you know they gave their seat up they relinquished their seat or you know something happened and i just said okay well let me stick through this and show these people that i'm serious i'm with this like yeah and so that's kind of why i stuck around but at the same time if i have events they're not going to show up they're not going to support or participate um, so I just go to the meetings just so I can maintain my seat, right. you know, so to speak. Right. But, you know, I've done what I could, you know, to show my worth, my sincerity um, with the city. And, right. you know, they can take it or leave it. And, you know, I'm I'm good. I don't have to deal with these people. I can just work independently or network with other people in the city of Birmingham to bring resources to Brighton. So. And you would think, too, if you're doing something for the city and you care for the city, you would show up for that. Right. Just for the city's sake. Even if you have an issue, if they have an issue with you, mm -hmm. you're doing it for other people. That's who you're there to serve anyway. Right. So that, why not show up? Right. It's not like that. So wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's very oh, dirty. Is, wow. Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't even know how to compute that. <laughs> so who paid for that frivolous lawsuit against you? Um, <laughs> uh, it was it wasn't with just it was with all of us like the younger um people that had ran for the seat because I ran in 2016 mm -hmm. first time and so uh, all of the people that had ran and had won it was a lady that was currently on there is on the council now she had lost the seat to a younger opponent mm -hmm. and she was the one so it was like, it was all of us, like four or five of us that they were trying to, you know, do the suit against. And so um, I don't know how much she paid, but, you know, she didn't prove anything. I know she didn't prove anything on my end. I was like, you know, I, <laughs> I'm like, what do I have to lie about being living down here? What does it have to do with you anyway? Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but just so concerned with showing that, you know, I wasn't a resident to so that I could be 
my seat could be removed, basically. Did they birtherism you? Did they did they Barack Obama you and said you're not from you're not from Brighton? <laughs> That's basically what they did. You had to show the receipts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. So it was it was awful, and you know it's it's still you know not a form. It's it's not the most comfortable setting, even when the Zoom meetings are going to stop. We're going to have to meet again or whatever. It's just like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, but, you know, I, I know what, what you really think. I know how you really are. Yeah. So you listen to the music and drink the wine before or after these meetings? Like, which, which, they sound stressful, bro. Yeah. Both? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that sounds like a lot. You know, yeah. it takes a lot of courage and a lot of guts having all that stuff brought against you and you still show up. You know what I'm saying? Like perseverance is another term, yeah. right? So I mean, I, I take my right place. You. Yeah. Anything you want to pub for? Uh, for we end this particular segment with you. <clears throat> I just want to say that um, leadership it starts from within. You don't have to be on a council, you know, to you know step up and be a leader. Uh, I wish that more Black people in our city, in the city of Birmingham, would you know. Um, would actually, you know, c- come back to their old neighborhoods or their grandparents' neighborhoods mm-hmm. and help, you know, because, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I think that we get to a point where, you know, we get to a certain point in life and we forget about, you know, us, us you know, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of get focused on other things. But it starts with us. Right. It starts locally. So when you start to see local change, then, you know, and it's implemented within the community, then, you know, the higher, you know, or the, the, the government and you get to, right. like, all the way to the White House, you right. know, those, right. you know, it, so it starts locally, you know. And um, so I want people, more people to see that. And, um, you know, that's just to realize that it's really important. So. You just said something now. Now I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible to have a Black Wall Street in Birmingham? Ooh. Do you think it's possible, like, if we pulled young people together and said, let's pick an area of town and let's buy it and let's bring businesses there? I do. You think it's possible? Mm-hmm. Um, I've met some amazing great people that you know i know that you know we could definitely get that going get it started you know somewhere in birmingham and i think that it would do great it would do well i agree i think that it's definitely needed right yeah, i do i agree with that i feel like we're decentralized i feel like every everything we would need is is we have which is decentralized yeah we're, we're all over town right but if we pulled everyone together and the money that we are investing in other neighborhoods, we invest into that one, mm-hmm. it would take off. I do. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> no one asked me, and that's fine, but I'm kind of jaded about that. Now, I'm fresh off of Judas and the Black Messiah, and I, I know I know the movements were different. Um, I, I think Fred Hampton's movement was a lot more impactful. Mm-hmm. So, But but my frame of mind after seeing that, and I've, I've seen it twice, mind you, uh, is... We know what happened to the first Black Wall Street in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. If if it happens here and it starts to grow, <clears throat> I am genuinely concerned about what happened after that. Just because history has a way of repeating itself. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So yeah. I, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying don't try it, don't do it. 
but I am extra cautious about the reality of something like that happening. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's why you prepare mm. okay. as best you can. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's where, that's where the term learn from past mistakes comes from, gotcha. right? Is where went wrong there? How can we at best mitigate that from occurring again? Mm. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I think, I don't even know. If, I'm pretty sure the fear was there even back then with sure. the Black Wall Street. Sure. So, again, you can just, I don't, I don't think the threat of that ever goes away. I, but Walker, in order to pull that off, you're going to have to be exclusive. You're going to have to be, there's some folks that aren't going to be able to get in. And they probably shouldn't be in. Right. Exclusive to what? Race? It's, well, I don't even think it's race exclusivity. Oh, okay. Can, exclusive to honor. Exclusive to trust. That's where I thought you was going. Yeah. yeah you oh, can, you, you know, can. I got my homeboy over here. Nuh-uh. I don't know him. Right. Who's going to stand up and say that? And we might, and you might get it's called bougie. It's because I love everybody. And you might get called bougie for doing that. But... Just like when you go into non-black neighborhoods and they have a an association that holds you to a standard, uh. we should have that for us. And yeah. it ain't called being bougie. It's called having rules. Mm. Governance. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. I, I agree. So that's why that's, I have him here. He's good. That's what's going to <laughs> that's what it's going to take if something like that was implemented yeah. in the city. Yeah. So agree. I agree it's, with you. The the exclusivity uh factor of it kind of tugs at my heartstrings because I want us all to win. Absolutely. And I wouldn't want to be and I'm saying hypothetically, if I'm involved in that, I can't be the person who says, Oh, well, that guy can't get in. Right. That's not that's not what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Participation so. trophy. <laughs> you can put it on my tombstone. <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how I am. I, it, it's hard to turn that off if if impossible. But that's yeah. what makes you a great coach. Thank you, thank you, Black. At the little league level, <laughs> that would not work in high school. You don't think so? Try it. Okay. Let me know how that works. I'll tune in. Okay. Tune in in a couple of years. Sean, thank you so much. This was very fun. I enjoyed really appreciate it. you coming through for real. Yes. I'm so glad that you all had me. Are you coming back? Absolutely. Okay. I'll come back. All right. I would love for y'all to have me back. Ain't no sense of us doing any other segments unless no, you just want no, to. No, we're, we're, we're at our time. At our time where we normally keep it. And I'm fine with that. This was great. Um, Listen. I'm pretty sure if you're still hanging around, you've enjoyed what you've heard. Please share it with at least one person you know that would also enjoy similar content. You can find us at the T-H-A tipping point one word on our social medias at IG as well as Twitter. We also have a YouTube page. Please go out and subscribe there as you'll be plugged into our content as well there. Um, I believe that's it. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Let us go in peace. Have a great productive week. Stay safe. As always, he's Ronnie Gatry. I'm Caesar Walker. We are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening. <laughs> <laughs>